Hello everybody, welcome to Late Night Football, welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished Real Madrid nil, Real Sociedad nil. It's a fantastic result for Real Madrid. It's uh it's just a, sorry, it's a fantastic result for Real Sociedad. Uh it's it's a disappointing result for Real Madrid. I think um I don't think the draw a draw against Sociedad at home is a catastrophic result in, in taken in isolation. But when you think about the fact that Real Madrid are five points behind Barcelona now, the fact that they really don't want to be dropping too many points because Barcelona look just so good at the moment, um, at least so greatly anyway, um, you really want to be picking up points. I think from that perspective, it's a result that they probably would have thought of picking three points from, particularly given that Real Sociedad were coming into this game with about 11 injuries. Um, it, it, it does make it a bit disappointing. But talking about Real Sociedad, they were absolutely excellent. They were really, really good. Um, I've talked about injuries, head injuries, but everything that Madrid did, it seemed that Sociedad had an answer to. Uh, and and they were they did ride their luck at times. I mean, the Vemiro makes a really fantastic save there. And, you know, when Manisha skipped past everyone, there were other moments when I think Real Madrid could have done better in the final pass, or the final shot, or the final ball. I mean, there was that ball from Asensio to Modric. Modric just shanks it. Like, I mean, I, I expected better for Modric there as well. So, so they rode their luck. But at other times, they really were very, very, you know, uh, very, very good in defence. I mean, the number of times that there were blocks that were made by Limpley Norman in particular, I thought was just excellent. And the whole team performed as a team. And despite the setbacks that they had with injuries, they didn't let that affect them. They were like, this is our game plan. We're sticking to it. We're doing it. Um, and, and, and that was great. And what I will say, though, is in that second half, when he made that tactical switch as well, Agusil, where he had the two wingers just so wide, Kubo and Navarro so wide, um, I thought that was fantastic because we don't normally see in the modern game wingers being as wide as they were. They're almost at the touch lines. Uh, and the reason for that was quite simple. I think it was because when you've got your play, you're facing up by his Nacho and Kamavinga, neither of them are natural wingers. So when you say wide uh, and you've got two fullbacks who actually like to be more central, more in or cut more inside, you A, you kind of uh, force them to do to go against their natural game. And B, even if you know they come inside, you then got a bit of time to have to you know cut inside with the ball because it's staying so wide. It gives the teams an out ball, but it also allows them some time to kind of you know go inside. And, and even if they tackle at the end, there's still minutes that they're taken off. So it was a very good tactical switch, I thought, from, from Algerson and actually frustrated Madrid quite a lot. Um, and Gubo, I think, had a fantastic game in that second half. It was really, really good. Um, probably should have scored a goal as well. There are a couple of chances, but I think he could have done better. Or definitely at least created a goal, if not scored one. He could have created one at least. There were chances when he could have really, really made Madrid pay. And uh, couldn't do that. Just couldn't find that final. Again, it's that final pass, that final shot. Uh, you know, as you call it, the final phase. Um, you know, you do all the hard work. It's the final phase that counts. I think in the final phase, I mean, he kind of stumbled a little bit at times. So, otherwise, I think Madrid could have definitely um, uh, lost that game as well. Especially, and it was so weird watching Madrid in the last five minutes. For those of you who saw it, it almost felt like Madrid were playing like they were 1-0 up rather than they were 0-0. I mean, there was the, the chance for Militao. Militao just boots it in, into into the touchline, so trying to find a player. Um, there was Courtois, who's kind of just like dab, they're dallying with it in, in, in his own half, uh, inside the penalty box area. Like I mean, it just felt like Madrid were... Almost like uh, nil nil and and uh, not nil nil. They were playing like they were one nil up or, or even three nil and not nil nil. Just lack of urgency towards the end. It was it was surprising. Um, but it was a tough game for Madrid. It really was. It was always going to be tough against Sociedad. But that's where the champion teams in the past have stood out. Is the fact that even when they're not playing well, even when they're playing against a really stubborn opposition, you see them will them will their way to a win, will their way to a goal. They just find ways to make things happen. And this team couldn't do it. And that is a concern for Real Madrid. That really is a concern for Ancelotti. That this team couldn't do that. Because there are, there are issues in that team at the moment. There are. Um, number one, of course, is the fact that Vinicius's goals have dried up. I mean, at the start of the season, I said he was probably the most informed player in Europe at one time. 
um, at the start of the season. He really looked like every game he could score a goal. Every game he was creating a goal. He was really doing well. All of a sudden, since the restart, he hasn't looked the player that he was before. He's, he's kind of struggling. I don't know if it was because of you know what happened with Brazil at the World Cup. Um, I'm not sure, but he doesn't look the same player that he was before the World Cup. Same for Fede Valverde, scoring goals, doing well in midfield. Now the goals have dried up for him as well since coming back. And again, Uruguay. Uruguay didn't have a great World Cup either. So I'm wondering if there's hangovers for some of these players in the World Cup. It has been a tiring season as well. Let's not forget that. But I feel like some of these players... They just look like they just look like they've lost that rhythm from before this before the break, and uh, they haven't really found it, and and that is causing a problem because Benzema can't do it all on his own. He needs support from everyone else as well to contribute. I did like the fact that uh, Rodrigo started today. Then he went with Rodrigo, Benzema, Vinicius, and then Valverde in midfield. I think that's got to be the standard. I, I don't think you can play Cruz and Modric in these type of games, and it's a good thing that he didn't do that. Um, it, you know, and, and Valverde is going to play centrally. I don't think Valverde is, is, is going to work. It, it's okay to play him as a right winger in games where you probably need a little bit more defensive support. Um, but a game like this where we need to win, I, I don't think those kind of, I don't think that really needs to happen. So, so I, I, maybe Modric should have started, but then again, I saw him playing 120 minutes against uh, Atletico, so it makes sense maybe he rested him. But uh, good to see the fact that they played that that particular uh, system and that particular team because that, that's that's the one that's going to give them the best chances of victory. Um, but yeah, it is otherwise, um, it's, it is frustrating. It's frustrating if you're a Madrid fan, but if you associate that fan, man, it was really, really exciting. I will also make a special mention for Eduardo Camavinga. He might be my man of the match. Actually, I know a lot of people might give it to Kubo, some might even say Ramiro, but I thought uh, Ben's, uh, Camavinga was exceptional again today. He was playing out of position at left back, uh, but there were times when he was just marauding. He, he won quite a few challenges. He won the ball back quite a few times. He got caught out for pace a couple of times by Kubo as well, but that's to be expected because he's not a fullback. He's not a natural fullback, so that's going to happen. But I don't think there was ever a point where he looked overall and it looked like Kubo had got the better of him. Um, it just, you know, there was it was a very even duel, which I think is a credit to Kamavinga. And that, that's 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 the beauty of the guys. And when you play him in central midfield, that you play him in left back, he just looks good wherever you play him. He's such a such an exceptional player. And we've seen a very good midfield performance from Bellingham. Jude Bellingham, so we saw a very talented midfielder and Jude Bellingham you know, earlier in the day. I've seen another talented midfielder, not playing in midfield per se, but putting another good performance in Kamavinga. I think we've got some really, really talented youngsters. I mean, there's other talented young, young midfielders as well around the world. So there are hopefully a few of them can get them, can meet the expectations that we have for them. Because it's a, it's a wonderful time uh, to be a football fan if you love watching midfield performances because there's a few really good midfielders out there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's, it's advantage Barcelona, really. I mean, they'll be the happiest ones with this result. Second and third team play each other. Both of them draw. It's two points drop for both of them. And uh, that obviously benefits the first team, uh, the first uh, the team in first place. And Barcelona will be very happy with that result. Um, it keeps them five points clear of Madrid now. And if, if Sociedad had any inclinations, ah, maybe we can challenge for the title. It keeps them a bit further back as well. So Barcelona will be the happiest with that result for sure uh, with, the, with, the, with the two points dropped. So let's see what happens. I mean, there's still a long way to go. And it, it does it is not terminal, but it is a blow for, for Real Madrid. But uh, still a long way to go. So let's see what happens, of course, for the rest of the season. I do want to say as well that I think Real Sociedad will be a handful in the Europa League. Um, I, I don't think they're going to win the league title. I don't think anybody expects them to do that. Uh, but I think they will be a handful for, for any team that they meet in the Europa League. Because they, 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 have a, they have a very good team. They're very organized. Um, they're very flexible, very adaptable, and that makes them tough to play against. So we'll see what happens. 
But uh, yeah, I'm not picking them to win it, but I think they could go far depending on the top. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on the game. Let me know your thoughts on the trade. So say that. Always love to hear from you guys, of course. Please do, and do smash a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And do subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Uh, we're getting very close to 200. It would be great if we can cross it uh, this weekend. So please do subscribe uh, to our channel. Follow us on Facebook as well, on Twitter, Instagram, every, you know, to support us because we appreciate your support. I want to keep this channel going. So that really helps us out. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. Bye-bye.